Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy. Welcome into the show today. Uh, just me today, Nick. We'll actually catch up with Nick in, at the bottom of the hour at 12.30 as he's on the road heading to Columbus, the Columbus, Ohio area as Shepard takes on Ohio Dominican. So I'll be solo hosting today and tomorrow because they'll be on their way back. Uh, a lot of stuff to get into. Some breaking high school football news that came out yesterday afternoon uh didn't actually find out until was given the call or i was calling head coach of washington glenn simpson to get him to do an interview for our pregame segment that we uh that we do for the check of the area schedule and he informed me that their game at spring mills had been canceled due to covid issues and that was all he could tell me so i was like all right well i guess i don't have interview for the check of the area schedule because you don't have a game so you know i thanked him for talking to me for a couple minutes and then called some other coaches then i talked to josh sims head coach of head coach at uh spring mills and uh he gave me this information yeah i mean it's obviously you know uh <laughs> you know maximum frustration level for our team um and I think we can say that across the board, you know, coaches, um, uh, you know, parents, players, um, you know, administration, teachers, uh, you know, uh, students in the building, you know, it was one of those things for us. Um, it was going to be our first game in over a year uh, where we were allowed to have fans in the stands, you know, have a student section. Uh, so it, it definitely was one of those things, I think, um, you know, pretty self-explanatory. I, I think uh, you know, uh, obviously, our players and you know everyone are, are, are very disappointed. So obviously, coach was frustrated about that, and uh, he had kind of hoped to play on Monday if possible. But here's what is he talked about hoping to play this coming Monday on Labor Day because of the holiday. Uh, you know, we had explored possibly um, moving the game to Monday. Uh, and and uh, we were going to have to play, you know, Monday and Friday, which uh, we were very open to. You know, we just want to get these kids uh, on yeah. the field, and, you know, we, we have uh, enough confidence in our players for them to go two games in, in five days. But, unfortunately, I, I, I don't think uh, Monday was going to be enough time to uh, clear up the issue. So, obviously, disappointing, and that game will count as a forfeit from what he told me after uh, that quote, um, will count as a forfeit. So both teams are now one and one on the year. Uh, not looking good to start the season. The second game of the season already canceled due to COVID, and it becomes a forfeit. That's not what you want, especially if you're Washington High School. And quite frankly, I didn't realize that the forfeit rule was actually in place at the current moment. Um, so that's that's a, a pretty interesting take. Before we get too far in the, into the show, I wanted to remind you that this show is presented in part by Brown Funeral Home and Cremation Services, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has proudly served our area since 1880, thanks to the good folks at Brown's Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Um, just talk about some another high school game that has a news around it. That is the Hedgesville game that was that had Hedgesville at home against Warren County out of Virginia. That game been moved to the now vacant Friday night Spring Mills because of the waterlogged field at Hedgesville. And um, talked with head coach Matt Faircloth yesterday. Uh, he confirmed that to me. And uh, this week they're really just trying to overcome the miscues that they had last week at Washington. It comes down to, you know, we, we came out of the light and delay. We made our adjustments, knew what the look they were going to give us, and it was it was in our advantage. And, you know, we come out and pound it down. Uh, I think it was 50, 50 yards, 10 plays, 50 yards, and we get all the way down to, I think, the six or seven. And, it, and then we get a bad snap. And, you know, we get another drive going, and, and, it, and, it, and it stalled out. Just, just for the simple fact, though, you know, we were letting the little things get to us. And, you know, that's the one thing that, you know, in the past, that's always what's come back to bite us is, you know, get, we get drives going like last year at Brook, get drives going, and then, 
you know, bad snap or a fumble puts the ball back in their hands. So obviously head coach Matt Faircloth looking to um, improve his team and he's trying to get back on track this week. The, the whole team's trying to get back on track after after that loss to Washington, that shutout loss 20 to nothing last Thursday night to open the season. Just getting back on track. The biggest thing for us is, you know, not not to go on a little mistake. The little mistake killed us against Washington. And, you know, little things as far as you know, coming up and catching a kickoff or, uh, you know, penalties, jumping off sides, being smart, and just doing the little things. And, and that's what we said all offseason. We preach the little things so they don't become big things and, and come back to bite us, and, and they did against Washington. So he's looking – they're trying to get the win. So his thoughts on the key to getting a win this week and focusing on other things besides a win but trying to be positive within a win. We just got to worry, worry about us, uh, you know, the one thing about these kids out here, they're so worried about when, getting that first win that they just need to worry about focusing on, on the, the things we're trying to get done and, and what their job is. And, and, and if everybody does their job and what we've been working on and what we've been doing, we'll be successful. The biggest thing is, is you know, we got to get the monkey off our back and, and just we got to execute. So that's what he said right there. They've got to execute and – when they got to execute, he he saw a lot of good things after the lightning delay, and he's pretty confident going into the rest of the season when it comes to what his team is going to be able to do as coming from last season when they weren't able to win a game. And uh, now we'll talk about the Jefferson Cougars. They uh, won last week against Millbrook out of Virginia. I believe that score was – let me – double check that score before i give you a wrong score that was 55 23 over millbrook and that was a big win for them to open the season they'll play against sharando out of virginia as well this week so two virginia teams but it was a big win for coach craig hunter and the the guy and the jefferson cougars last friday night i feel great um to come out get a big win um at home um opening up the new field you know, it just feel good. The kids came out, played well, played hard. Um, big crowd, new school year, um, fans. You know, it's just feel wonderful. Obviously, Coach happy to uh, get the new turf going there. They got new turf put in, and uh, he's looking forward to this game versus Sharando tomorrow night. Just looking forward to continuing the momentum that we started last week. You know, playing well, trying to actually correct some of the mistakes we made early in the first half um, and continue to build on our win and our success that we had last week and continue, hopefully, to continue to play well and hopefully grab another victory. So he talked about hopefully grabbing another victory, and here's what he said his keys were for the offense. From what we've seen is, um, you know, we want to probably, depending on what they give, they give us the same thing that they gave um, James Wood, maybe to continue to run the ball. Uh, run the ball well, um, get some balance in there with the quarterback in the passing game. Um, that that seems like um, it could be a key for us. So a key for us or for his team is that offensively, and we've reached the first break of the day. This segment was sponsored in part by Parsons Ford. Kent Parsons Ford in Martinsburg, they became number one by making you number one first. Ken Parsons Ford of Martinsburg.com will be back for more of the sports mix next. Probably get into a little more West Virginia Mountaineers, maybe some Marshall Thundering Herd as well, before we'll talk to Nick to talk Shepherd football at 1230. So we might have the Mountaineer report coming up after this on the sports mix. and four used car dealerships in three states. Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords. Financing from 0%. Parsons' goal of financing for all. And Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. This is your home for Steelers 
football. Touchdown! Juju Smith-Schuster right to left across the back of the end zone. All season long, Bill Hillgrove, Craig Wolfley, and Missy Matthews bring you pregame interviews, the game itself, plus the Mike Tomlin press conference. No one covers the team on game day like the Pittsburgh Steelers radio network. How about that play? Right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM and AM 740. Rockwool is one of the world's leading manufacturers of stone wool insulation products and is seeking motivated individuals like you to join their team right here in Ranson, West Virginia. Right now, open roles include general operator, warehouse person, machine technician, and electrical and instrumentation technician. All Rockwool employees receive competitive salaries starting at $17.50 per hour, five-day work weeks, and eight-hour shifts, plus full benefits package on day one of employment, including health, dental, and vision coverage for employees and their families, paid time off, educational reimbursement, a 6% 401k match, and more. If you want a well-paying job and the potential for a rewarding career with a top employer that offers exceptional employee support and development opportunities, visit rockwooljobs.com radio for information on all current job openings right here in Ranson, West Virginia. Apply now at rockwooljobs.com radio. NCAA Division II football returns to TV 10 with the Shepherd University Rams. Big hole for Sheldon Evans running off the left side. 15, 10, 5, end zone, touchdown, Sheldon Evans. This is Nick Verzellini, and be sure to join Travis Smith and me on Thursday, September 2nd, as the Rams travel to Ohio Dominican to take on the Panthers. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.30 with kickoff scheduled for 7 p.m. Catch all the action all season long on TV 10 and the WRNR TV YouTube channel. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this Thursday edition of the Sports Mix. Spencer rocking with you here today. We'll have Nick on in about 10 minutes from the road as they head up to Columbus, Ohio for Shepherd's season opener at Ohio Dominican. You can catch that broadcast pregame at 6.30 and came kickoff at 7 p.m. on TV10 as well as WRNR TV's YouTube channel. So right now we'll continue with, with the football theme and we'll talk college football. We'll have the uh, Mountaineer Report sponsored or part of the Learfield IMG College Mountaineer Sports Network right here on the Sports Mix. How has Mountaineer quarterback Jarrett Deggie responded since his forgettable performance in the Liberty Bowl? I'm Tony Caridi, and that story is coming up on today's Mountaineer Report, brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. What makes one head of lettuce better than another? What makes a grape greater? At Kroger, we take scrutinizing freshness to a whole new level, where only the best of the best of the best will do. We're seriously serious about what goes on our shelves, so only the freshest makes the grade. That means not every leafy green leaves the field. Not every cauliflower makes the cut. So if we've got it at Kroger, you can bet your bananas that it's not just fresh, it's fresher than fresh. Kroger, fresh for everyone. At Kroger, fresh groceries are our thing. So we do freshness checks on the items in your delivery order at every step of their journey from our farms to our stores. And pick and pack every blue, raz, and strawberry in your free pickup order with the utmost care. Because we believe in treating your food the same way we'd want ours to be treated. It's the golden rule, only for like fresh fruit and stuff. Order now using the mobile app. We're fresh every day, so shop anyway. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Chances are you've heard the saying about when life deals you lemons, you make lemonade. That's exactly what WVU quarterback Jared Deggie has done since his forgettable performance in the Liberty Bowl that saw him removed from the game at halftime. Quarterbacks coach Sean Reagan says instead of buckling, Deggie embraced that night in Memphis. I called him probably 24 to 48 hours after the bowl game. And I told him, I said, I love you, man. You just didn't have your A game. I was like, and sometimes that happens. But you can't dwell on the negatives of what went on in that bowl game. You've got to use it. You've got to grow from it. And you've got to become a better player. And credit to Jarrett Daigie. 
I didn't talk to him really. I, I take that back. I think I talked to him one more time before he came back in January. So we'll say about seven or eight, nine days I went without talking to him. Just kind of left him alone. And when he came back, we had a one-on-one -on -one meeting. He was in a great mindset. And I think I forget what his exact quote was, but it was along the lines of, I'm ready to get better. And he had a vision, he had a plan, and he executed it. And it's really showed. I mean, he, he's playing with very high confidence right now, and he's playing at a high level. Deggy and the Mountaineers putting their final touches on their preparation for the season opener against the Maryland Terrapins. Now, coming up tonight, it's the season debut of the Neil Brown Show from Kegler's Sports Bar. We invite you to join us. Our airtime is at 6 o'clock, and that is today's Mountaineer Report. It's brought to us by Kroger, the official grocer of WVU Athletics. I'm Tony Caridi on the Mountaineer Sports Network from Learfield. Thanks, Tony. Uh, good to catch up with him yesterday. Hopefully we can get him back on the show more often. Uh, just talk about this matchup a little bit as, you know, you guys heard about Deggy and his improvement from last off season, or last season to this season. So that game will be Saturday at 3.30 p.m. Capital One Field at Maryland Stadium at College Park. You'll be able to hear that game right here on Talk Radio WR&R. Uh, 106.5 FM AM 740 as well as the Coach Neil Brown coaches show that you just heard about at the very end of the Mountaineer Report. That's tonight at 6 p.m. right here on Talk Radio WRNR. Um, looking at that game, it'll be it'll be an interesting game. It'll be a nice game as you know the the having Hurricane Ida move through. Uh, move through the area the last couple of days. It's definitely the temperature is definitely cooled down, and it'll be a high of seventy eight degrees Saturday with a light wind. But it'll be nice to have you know real fall football weather. As I just get a text from Matt Crawford, who is tuning in today from his job, his new job in Maryland. He said, "My Terps win by three touchdowns. I'll be there." So if you're at the game, look for Matt Crawford. Um, love people chiming in randomly throughout the show but so the Mountaineers lead the all-time series with 28 wins 22 losses and two ties the last game played against the two teams was on September 26 2015 the Mountaineers offense led by Skylar Howard Wendell Smallwood and Shelton Gibson put up 601 yards of total offense against Maryland that afternoon they rolled to an easy 45 to 6 victory uh, some keys to the game are Jared Deggy needs to not play outside himself and just focus on managing the game. Let the offensive line and the run game do the heavy lifting. Uh, that's obviously what was kind of talked about in the Mountaineer report, um, just about his improvement from last year. They need to establish the run as a team. Letty Brown, you know, is going to be a great uh, guy on offense this year. He needs to, uh, you know, he has a career average of 4.6 yards a carry, and he's able to gain yards and chunks of four or five per attempt. So as long as they can get the ground game going, it could be a good day for them. Um, they need to catch the ball on offense. There's a lot of um, – the last two seasons, the Mountaineers have had a lot of dropped passes. Um, that'll be a key for both teams as well on that. Um, or both, That'll be a key for the Mountaineers. They need to be able to score on offense, and that'll be a key for them to get the victory there against a, um, an up-and-coming Maryland team that has, you know, kind of found its way back to prominence with Mike or Matt, uh, is it Mike Loxley? Mike Loxley at the helm in his third season. So he's come, he's in the third season, same as Neil Brown. So it'll be great to see what both teams do over the course of this year in their coach's third season. Um, let's talk about Maryland Marshall with a couple of minutes, or not Maryland Marshall, Marshall at Navy with a, a couple of minutes left that we have before we got to hit the break. Um, it's definitely going to be a, a great game overall. And we talked about yesterday with the moments or the bits from the press conference from new head coach of the, of the Thundering Herd, Charles Huff. The depth chart doesn't mean anything. It's just kind of who he envisions, not even he envisions, who sports information director, um, Jason Corrier envisions, based upon what he's seen in practice, um, it'll all de be dependent on the situation in the game. Uh, you look at that, and uh, on offense specifically, 
is going to be an interesting thing because you don't have a lot of offensive linemen returning where you did a couple of years ago. Um, it would have been great on the offensive line because they, uh, though they did lose a couple of players, they were going to have Tariq Adams back after Josh Bell left, so then they wouldn't have the rotation at right tackle. And then they're going to have Billy Ross up, but Billy Ross shockingly um, left football a couple of weeks ago. So now at right guard, it is Cabell Midland product Logan Osborne. He's starting alongside new right tackle Kendrick Sartor. So it'll be a, a pretty interesting dynamic to see what they do on offense, but or offensive line. But they will have the two six-year guys coming back in Will Omer and Alex Millette. Alex Millette now moves over to center, and Will Omer still at the guard position. So it'll be great to see what they can do. Um, and then at the running back position, it'll be a new cast of characters. Really, Sheldon Evans got some experience last year, but Brennan Knox declared for the NFL draft and left. Um, Speaking news on Brennan Knox, he got waived by the Cowboys and he did not get picked up by the practice squad, but it'll be Sheldon Nevins and Rashid Ali to be either the, the running back that'll play the most, that'll play during the game there that is listed on the depth chart as Rashid Ali or Sheldon Evans. So you'll be able to probably see a mix of both in between. And I think it'll be a great game. Nick and I will be at that game as fans for the first time for him. And I'll be at my second game as a fan for the first time since probably, I think, sophomore year of college I went to a game. But it'll be a great atmosphere at a Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium on Saturday. That game also kicks off at 3.30 as well. That'll be on CBS Sports Network with Chick Hernandez on the call. Um, it'll be great to... Uh, to see a service academy. I've never been to a game at a service academy. I've heard the atmosphere at Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium is just great. So I'm personally I'm looking forward to that, but we've got to hit another break. And this segment was sponsored in part by Rockwell. Rockwell is now hiring for the new facility in Ranson. All employees receive competitive wages and great benefits plans, training programs that support their career growth. Go to rockwelljobs.com slash radio. When we come back, we'll talk with Nick Verzellini. He'll give us a preview of the Shepherd game tonight as he's en route to the game up in Columbus, Ohio for Ohio Dominican versus Shepherd. That's coming up next on The Sports Mix. into some of your friends over there talking to mine then you roll in with your hair in the don't delay your health care. If you've been putting off a critical medical procedure or surgery due to COVID-19, now is the time to reschedule it. Delaying necessary procedures could create additional health problems. WD Medicine Berkeley Medical Center and Jefferson Medical Center are open for elective and non-elective surgeries and procedures, and both have implemented additional sanitation measures to ensure the safety of our patients and employees. Call your doctor's office today to schedule or reschedule your surgery or procedure with WD Medicine. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti, when you need justice. Safety doesn't come from owning a gun, it's knowing how to safely use it. Valley Guns 2 off I-81 Exit 5 Inwood offers four levels of defensive handgun training. Get started with Basic Handgun 1, a one-day course focused on six fundamentals of shooting, basic safety, and gun handling. Then sign up for Basic, Intermediate, and Advanced Defensive Handgun courses. Valley Guns 2 has a 197-acre complex in Hampshire County with a 2,400-square-foot indoor facility and various ranges. Find out more at valleyguns2.com or phone 304-229-4411. NCAA Division II football returns to TV 10 with the Shepherd University Rams. Big hole for Sheldon Evans running off the left side. 15, 10, 5. End zone. Touchdown, Sheldon Evans. This is Nick Verzellini. Be sure to join Travis Smith and me on Thursday, September 2nd, as the Rams travel to Ohio Dominican to take on the Panthers. Pre-game coverage begins at 6.30 with kickoff scheduled for 7 p.m. Catch all the action all season long on TV 10 and the WRNR TV YouTube channel. 
Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to the Sports Mix, the Thursday edition of the Sports Mix. Before we are joined by Nick Verzellini en route to the Shepherd versus Ohio Dominican game, which he'll be broadcasting with Travis Smith. This segment was presented in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store anymore. Cabinets and designer bedding, outdoor living, family owned and operated, 360 Hack Wilson Way, Martinsburg. Go to Orsini's.com and if you want to go down there, if you're into Yeti products, they have a ton of Yeti products. As if you're watching on TV, you can see the one that I purchased this past weekend when I went down there. Great, friendly staff. Got to support local business. And now we're joined on the phone lines by Nick Verzellini, my co-host, who's normally sitting across from me. But now he's on the road to Ohio Dominican in Columbus. Nick, what's up? Hey, man. How you doing? Good. How you doing? How's the drive? Good. We're up uh, near Washington, PA, so we're on the way. We're we're getting there, and uh, yeah, we're we're going well. So, uh, what are you looking forward to in this game tonight? It's your first game doing play-by-play for Shepherd. Uh, what have you seen in the times you've been out there at Shepherd practice and talked to the coaches and players? Well, I think we got a really good uh, Shepherd team this year for people to see, and I'm just excited to. You know, get that first look at them. Obviously, Tyson Bajan, you know, one of the best quarterbacks in Division Two, if not the best quarterback in Division Two. And this Ohio Dominican team will certainly provide a really good challenge for uh, Shepard. As last time these two teams met was in 2019, it's their only meeting, and it was a 24-21 victory for Ohio Dominican. But Shepard was in control of that game, 21 to 10. Now a lot's changed since then, but this is a veteran Shepard team. Uh, they've been ranked in the top 25 in both of the major Division II polls. So, you know, people have high expectations for this team this year, and I think this is a game where, while Ohio Dominican is not ranked, there'll be a challenge, and it should give us a good look at what to expect out of Shepard this year. And uh, Shepard ranked 19th in the D2Football.com poll the other day. Uh, what do you make of that ranking? I think it's a fair ranking. You know, in the top 20 uh, in the – other uh, poll, they were ranked 15th. So, you know, it, it's right around there, and I think that's a fair ranking. I think we could see them definitely progress, though, into the top 10 if they, you know, have a successful season. There's four teams in the PSAC that are ranked in the major polls. So, uh, you know, week in and week out, this team will be challenged and have opportunities to move up and potentially compete for a national championship. And uh, speaking of the D2Football.com, they released their preseason All-America team, and that included Bajent as well as senior linebacker Chris Lane. Uh, you talked about Bajent, you know. Bajent's 4,349 yards set as Shepard's single-season mark in the 2019 season. He ranked fifth in D2 in uh, passing touchdowns with 36, so he's looking to have a great year. Yeah, and the crazy thing is he holds all those records and he still has two more years of eligibility. So this is a guy that, you know, has already been one of the best quarterbacks in program history and can set those marks even higher over the next two seasons. So yeah, I'm really excited to see what he's got. I think wide receiver, while they have guys coming back, it did lose a lot of production. So they're looking for uh, you know, some young guys maybe to step up. A guy like Ethan here where I think Ryan Beach, the freshman, has a lot of hype around him, redshirt freshman. Greg Leonard's coming off an injury. He returns a wide receiver. So those guys, uh, and then Alex Wetzel, the tight end, probably the, the big names on the uh, uh, the receiving core. So I, I expect a lot out of them. And then you mentioned you know, two All-Americans. So uh, linebacker Chris Lane and that defense, I'm expecting a lot from them with all the veterans they have and grad seniors. Uh, just get up front. And uh, Ricky Robinson are probably the two of the bigger names that stick out. But Lane at linebacker, um, Ponce de Leon at, at safety is a really talented guy. So they have a lot of experience on defense. I think that might be the stronger of the two units, even though we talk so much about the offense and how many points uh, they can pit off. I think the defense really might be the key to this team's success this year, even though obviously they have a great quarterback and uh, some good receivers on the outside. 
So looking at this Ohio Dominican team, they were able to play uh, not a full season, I guess you would say, in the spring, but they played six games. Uh, they went four and two in those games. Shepard only played one game. Uh, what do you do? You think that's going to make a difference in the fact that Ohio Dominican's been on the field in the last six months for a game? Yeah, I mean, having six games in the spring could definitely help Ohio Dominican when it comes to getting the rust off. I would expect we could see Shepard get off to a little bit of a slow start in this game and then start to rally back or, or get it going as the game goes on because, you know, they haven't played a full season in a while. And obviously, you only got to play one game in the spring. So I think they might come out a little bit slower than, than maybe we'll see all year. But as the game goes on, Shepard will definitely settle in, especially with all the experience they have. So, uh, yes, I think the six games that Ohio Dominican played in the spring could play their favor. But also, you know, Shepard's fresh while they just played, you know, about half a season in the spring if you're uh, Ohio Dominican. So that could also play a factor as well. So we'll just have to see tonight. Um, You know, at the end of the day, I think the better team will come out with a win and we'll see which of those two teams is the one that is going to be better this season. So in those six games for Ohio Dominican, they came out, went 4-0, and they shut out Walsh 17 to nothing, and they won over Lake Erie 28 to three, 13 to nine over Kentucky Wesleyan, and 14 to 10 over Finlay. But then they lost their final two games, 31-16 to Tiffin, and 35 to 28 against Hillsdale. So their last two times on the field, they they've had some tough losses, and they probably want to get that bad taste out of their mouth today. Yeah, definitely. I mean, anytime you get off to a hot start like they did in the spring, you know, you want to finish strong, too. But again, you know, it it was a weird spring season. Those were pretty much, you know, scrimmages, to my understanding. So it wasn't really like, you know, that important necessarily to get wins. But obviously going forward to, you know, getting guys on the field, I think, gives you a better look at maybe what you have for this fall, which could give them an advantage heading into this game, you know, already having six games under their belt with a pretty similar roster, if not the exact same roster that they had in the spring. So looking at that game in 2019 that was in Shepherdstown against Ohio Dominican, they got the win 24-21, to so a very close game there. Bajent went 30-40 for 40 with 358 yards, two touchdowns, and had a pick. Uh, and then they had uh, Ty Habron had 62 yards on the ground, the leading receivers were both Devin Phelps with 89 yards and Rodney Dorsey also had 89 yards. So do you think that they're going to be looking back to that game and know that they had success on offense, but they weren't able to get the victory? I think so. I mean, obviously, I think they had four turnovers in that game. So that kind of negated a lot of the good offense that uh, Shepard put up in that that matchup two years ago. But also, uh, there are some concerns about health of the running back position tonight so Hebron may not play which then you know begs the question okay well then where do they go so Chance Schwartz is a transfer they have from Lockhaven but I believe he's banged up as well so Ronnie Brown could end up being the running back tonight you know we'll probably know more as we get closer to kickoff about who's going to go in the backfield and then uh, you know as we mentioned wide receiver having to replace a few guys as well so yeah, they had success in that game offensively, but due to the turnovers, only put up 21 points and, uh, like I said, kind of blew a 21-10 to 10 lead against a really solid Ohio Dominican team led by Ernst, their quarterback. Um, so while they have confidence that they can put up numbers, you know, these teams have changed so much uh, since 2019 that I don't know if looking back at that game, besides the fact that you knew you had them, uh, really plays much of a factor heading into tonight's uh, contest. So, Shepard going to be Road Warriors the first three games of the season. Next Saturday, they're at Gannon in Erie, Pennsylvania. Then on the 18th, they're at Indiana in Pennsylvania. How much do you think being Road Warriors is going to be a tough factor for this team? Well, these are some uh, you know pretty big trips to begin the year. Uh, this one's about five and a half hours, and then they'll go to Gannon, which is a far trip, and IU is a little bit closer. So, you know, it could it could play a factor early on in the season. But I think these guys are so ready to play, you know, that it, it doesn't really matter how far they got to go. 
you know, they're just excited to be back on the field. So I, I really think that once we head into the, you know, the middle stretch of the year where they're playing the majority of their games at home, that might be more beneficial to them than how this year starts with all the road games early on, because then they'll be, you know, already through kind of the tough part of their schedule, at least in terms of travel. And, uh, you know, as they compete for the division and, and the conference championship, um, you know, they'll be playing a lot of those games at home. So I'm really excited to see Ram Stadium on September 25th. But obviously, you know, this team's taking a week by week and, uh, you know, expect to be competitive in every game they play. So the game tonight, 7 p.m. kickoff, pregame at 6.30. That's on TV10 as well as WRNR TV's YouTube channel. Nick, what are you looking forward to from your, you know, your first Division II football play-by-play call? I uh, just think getting out there, you know, and uh, seeing what the Shepherd team has to offer in, in general. But, you know, this is quality D2 football in the P-Stack. I mean, these are some of the best teams in the country. As we mentioned, four teams ranked in the top 25 preseason polls. So, you know, while it is D2, it's still a high level of football. And I think that's the most exciting part is, you know, probably some of the best teams in Division Two we're going to see uh, throughout this year. So I think that's the most exciting part about tonight's game. Or just in general this season. Well, Nick, thanks for joining us. We'll catch up with you tomorrow on your ride home. We'll get a get a recap from the play-by-play man himself. So thanks for joining us, Nick. Good luck on the call tonight. I'll be texting you later. Yeah, I'll be talking to you throughout the broadcast. So looking forward to it. 6.30 pregame, 7 p.m. kickoff. All right, Nick Verzellini, normally in the studio as our co-host, but he's on the road headed to Ohio Dominican for the Shepherd for Shepherd's kickoff of the 2021 season, long-awaited kickoff. And when we come back, we'll uh, we'll have a feature from tonight's pregame show with our intern Brandon Ruffin. It's a new feature that we're, we're trying to get together for this season. That he's actually on the team. He's a transfer from Fairmont State. But he'll have a segment on here called Inside Stuff with B-Ruff. That's coming up next on The Sports Mix. This segment sponsored in part by Hagerstown Ford. Hagerstown Ford revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online. They'll deliver it to you. And if you don't like it, they'll take it back. That's HagerstownFord.com. It is 12.45 on The Sports Mix. from Orsini's right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at 360 Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. When you've been in a wreck, you're hurting, you're confused, the insurance company's calling you. Insurance companies are not your friend. They have a duty to their shareholders, not to you. That's why you need to call us to make sure that you're maximizing what you are entitled to. We've recovered over $100 million for our clients. Every case is different, no result is guaranteed. But one thing's for sure, we'll treat you like family. This is Eric from Hagerstown Ford. I want to thank you for your continued support of helping Hagerstown Ford's efforts to be number one in the region. As we get closer to this extremely aggressive goal, I want to recap why Hagerstown Ford should be your only consideration when buying your next vehicle. Number one, we have the best prices from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C., from Hershey, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland. I assure you, price will not be the reason you don't buy from Hagerstown Ford. Number two, we have a real return policy that's better than Walmart. Seriously, if you don't like it, return it. We'll give you three days to make sure you love your new ride. And finally, we'll bring your new car, truck, or SUV to you, just like Amazon does. Never step foot in a dealership again. Stop the silly back-and-forth negotiations that make everyone crazy. It's dumb, and it's a total waste of time. Besides, we hate it worse than you do. Simply log on to HagerstownFord.com and let us make your next buying process fun, easy, and risk-free. What do you got to lose? Visit HagerstownFord.com and let us cater to you. See dealer for details. Be part of the Nats' bright future and join the team. The future here it is. 
Become a Nats Plus member for guaranteed opening day tickets, up to 30% off concessions and merchandise, exclusive events with Nationals players, and more. Premier plans start at just $19 per game with flexible payment options. We can't spell Curly W without you. The excitement of West Virginia high school football featuring the Martinsburg Bulldogs is right around the corner. Makes the grab at the 25, stays inbounds to the 20, 10, 5, and into the end zone for the Martinsburg Bulldog touchdown. Excellent throw and catch for the Bulldog score. Yeah, there's just blown coverage there because Clement was wide open down the sideline. The 1-0 Bulldogs take on the 1-0 Muscleman Appleman Friday at 7 p.m. The pregame is at 6 following the sports mix at 5 p.m. on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. You're tuned in to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this final segment of the Sports Mix here on Thursday, September 2nd, as we prepare you for Shepherd football tonight. That'll be on TV 10 and WRNR TV's YouTube channel at 6.30 with the pregame and 7 p.m. with the kickoff. Nick Verzellini will be on the call alongside Travis Smith and Colin McLaughlin will be on the sidelines having with some sideline reports for you. Before we get into this segment, this new segment for the pregame show that we're going to preview today on the show. This segment of the Sports Mix was sponsored in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Ave in Martinsburg. So we'll get into this segment with Brandon Ruffin, who is one of our interns. He's also a cornerback for the Shepherd Rams, a transfer from Fairmont State. Here it is. Welcome back to the W. Harley Miller Systems pregame show. It's time for Inside Stuff with B-Ruff. Today I am joined with Ponce De Leon, a star defensive uh, back for the Shepard Rams. So, Sponsor, tell me, how did it feel to be back on campus after a year away? Well, um, due to, like, whole COVID and everything, it was kind of, you know, scary. And, like, I did have my concerns whether if I'm going to get it and come back home with my family. But after, you know, taking precautions and making the sacrifice that we did and that this team did, you know, I feel like it was very great to be back. You know, it was exciting. I love being back here in Shepherd Ram Stadium, so I felt great. What is something that Shepherd football means to you, and how has that changed over the years? Shepherd football, I know for a long time there's been a culture, you know, of winning. There's been a culture of sacrifice. There's been a culture of hard work. Sure. So I know for me, you know, coming to here, I learned more about that and how to sacrifice for your teammates and how to work hard for your teammates as well. So I feel like that's how it changed me to be a better man and just to be a better football player as well. That's great. Now, here's a little more personal. Describe your game and tell me who some of your earliest influences were. Um, for me, playing football, I was always on the defensive side. I didn't really like offense, but I know if I were to look at it, I feel like who I was look at as like a role model on how to be. I'm not saying that my play is like that, but like Ed Reed, Ray Lewis, and them like that. But my play, I feel like, would be more like a Tyron Matthew, Buda Baker, you know, with them being my height and being able to plug them anywhere on the field and them to, you know, uh, come out on top. That's kind of what I look at as well. And you're someone who's played the star. You've played outside linebacker. You've played safety. You've played corner here, even in camp. So tell me a little bit. Is that some of the key pieces of your game, versatility? Yes. I feel like uh, one thing I learned from a safety that I used to uh, that used to be here, he told me be able to know the playbook. So okay. you know the playbook, you stay on the field longer as well. So, yeah, all these positions are different but I know what's going on. So if I'm a safety, I know what the corner is doing, I know what the linebacker is doing, I know my D, what the D-line is doing. And then over over the break and over time, I've been training with my coach, uh, Coach Bo, DB Sensei, and he helped me as well, just become more of a DB as well. And just, you know, at the end of the day, it is football. Yeah. So not really that difficult. So yeah. All right, so defensively, 
What are some of the key pieces of this year's team that you think are going oh, to Oh, man. I think the whole defense is a key piece. There's not just one person, but just like from our D-line, from to, from our back fours, everyone is just older. They're locked in. They know what's happening. They've been here. They know the culture of Shepard. So I feel like there's no let off no matter what it is, as well as from first string to second string to third string. I feel like there's a our whole defense is, is, is key. Okay, last question. Everyone has a motivation or a why. What's yours? My motivation, I probably have two. And it's always good to go back on, you know, what is your why as well. I know my why, one of them uh, is my mother. You know, she works so hard. You know, she raised me, single mom, so she works so hard. And she, so I know what hard work looks like. I know what not giving up looks like. I know how even it is hard, you keep persevering. And the, the, my best motivation and my best why is God. God has got me through so much stuff. God has got me through, you know, just life. You know, and I just know I have faith in him no matter what I'm doing. So I know I can't be here if it wasn't for him. So yeah, that's my sure. that's my why. All right, man. Thanks for coming through. No problem, brother. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Inside Stuff with B-Rough. Now we're back to the pregame show and schedule. That was a great segment by our intern, Brandon Ruffin. Well, you'll hear more from him down the line as the fall semester continues at Shepherd. Uh, we'll talk some Nationals baseball because we're going to join the pregame show at the. I, we'll join right at 1 p.m. prior to the 105 first pitch. But some interesting news coming out last night as the Nats are one of a few teams in the MLB to make a mandate for all staff members, not not uniformed staff members, to be fully vaccinated. That means that's all. Washington VP Bob Boone. He informed the team that he will resign instead of complying with the vaccine mandate for all non-uniformed employees. That was a source confirmed to ESPN on Wednesday. Boone 73 has been with the organization since 2005, and he serves as a senior advisor to GM Mike Rizzo. He was the assistant GM and vice president of player development from 2006 to 2013. So pretty interesting stuff there. We'll see if any other teams make that mandate as well. But We'll get you some lineups for that game that is coming up right in about 10 minutes now. Starting in left field for the Nats is Lane Thomas, Acides Escobar, and batting first. Batting second is Acides Escobar starting at shortstop. And then Juan Soto starting at right field and third in the batting order. And fourth is Josh Bell at first base. Yadiel Hernandez in left field batting fifth. Cabert Ruiz seems to have that sixth spot locked up whenever he's in the lineup. He's starting at catcher. Carter Keboom at third base in the seventh spot. And Luis Garcia at second base in the eighth spot. And then for the Nats on the mound is Paulo Espino. And for the Phillies, Herrera at center field batting first. Segura at second base batting second Harper in right field batting third Rio Muto at first base batting fourth McCutcheon in left field batting fifth Torres at third base batting sixth Galvis at shortstop batting seventh Marchan at catcher batting eighth and Nola is on the mound Aaron Nola on the mound for the Phillies so that'll be an interesting one that game was postponed from last night due to all the weather that came through not only this area but the DC area as Hurricane Ida moved to a tropical depression up the northeast um so that'll be it's the only day that the Nats and the Phillies had off between each other before the rest of the season that both teams had off so that was that's why that game had to be played today at 105. Then the Nats will, I believe, tomorrow they head are they at home tomorrow? Uh, let's see. Let me check the schedule here. They are at home against the Mets for a weekend series. That includes a a rare five game series to make up for one of the games they missed last season. So there will be 705 tomorrow night. And then one, a split doubleheader at 105 and 605 on Saturday, then 105 on Sunday, 105 on Monday for the Labor Day game. And then the Nats head on a six-game road swing down to Atlanta and then up to Pittsburgh. And then at home for Miami for three games, Colorado for three games. They go back down to my, they go back down to Miami for three games, then to Cincinnati for four games. And then to Colorado for three games to end the month of September. And then they're at home for a three-game series to end the season, the 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of October against the Red Sox. So that's a little roundup on the Nationals as we've got a couple minutes left. We'll 
talk some moves the Washington football team made yesterday. They signed a lot of the players that they cut to the practice squad, including running back Peyton Barber, D-end William Bradley King, uh, receiver Antonio Gandy-Golden, cornerback Danny Johnson, Jordan linebacker Jordan Kunchik, um, Wes Martin, the guard, uh, Jared Norris, the linebacker, Jeremy Reeves, the safety, and then they signed the guy they cut, a linebacker they cut on Tuesday, David Mayo, to the to the active roster and place rookie safety out of Cincinnati, Derek Forrest, on injured reserve. They waited till after the 4 p.m. deadline on Tuesday. So he is now eligible to come back week four, I believe it is. So he could come off the IR this season. And there's rumors that because they cut Jimmy Moreland with an injury settlement, I believe it was, that he, if he clears waivers, which he did, he will revert to the injured reserve, but I have not seen that confirmed anywhere yet. And we'll just go around to some, for the last 30 seconds, uh, talk about some other things going on in the NFL. Wentz was among three taken off the COVID list for the Colts. Uh, C.D. Lamb was taken off, was one of three Cowboys taken off of the COVID list for the Cowboys, uh, and that's that's really all the NFL news right now, except for uh, Chiefs. Tyron Matthew has tested positive for COVID nineteen, so that about does it for today's show. We'll be I'll be back tomorrow. We'll have Nick on to recap the Shepherd game. I'll have some highlights of his from that game as well, and then we'll preview the Friday night matchups in high school football. That's all tomorrow on the Sports Mix for Nick Verzellini coming on the show. I'm Spencer Dupuy. Have a great rest of your day. Enjoy the WVU Neil Brown Football Coaches Show presented by Learfield coming up next on Talk Radio WRNR. And turn over to TV10 and WRNR TV's YouTube channel at 6.30 for the Shepherd pregame show as the Shepherd Rams take on the Ohio Dominican Panthers to kick off the 2021 Division II football season.